Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom, written by Ronald Keith Messer. This podcast is taken from a series of books written under the banner In Defense of Christianity. Podcast 180, Argument for the Existence of God, Episode 15 is entitled Science of Evolution versus Theory of Evolution. What does it mean when a scientist claims that evolution is a fact and not a theory? There are four words that every critical thinker should know. Fact, inference, judgment, and theory. The Oxford English Dictionary defines the terms as follows. Fact, that which is known or firmly believed to be real or true, what has actually happened or is the case. Truth attested by direct observation or authentic testimony. Reality. Inference. The action or process of inferring. The drawing of a conclusion from known or assumed facts or statements. The forming of a conclusion from data or premises either by inductive or deductive methods. Reasoning from something known or assumed to something else which follows from it. Judgment. The ability to make considered decisions or to arrive at reasonable conclusions or opinions on the basis of the available information. The critical faculty. Discernment. Discrimination. Theory. An explanation of a phenomenon arrived at through examination and contemplation of the relevant facts. A statement of one or more laws or principles which are generally held as describing an essential property of something. More generally, a hypothesis or set of ideas about something, often implying that the given ideas are purely speculative in nature. The Cambridge Dictionary defined theory as a formal statement of the rules on which a subject or study is based or of ideas that are suggested to explain a fact or event or, more generally, an opinion or explanation. As you can see, theory and inference are the same. Therefore, when an atheist or a scientist claims that evolution is a fact, Are they claiming that inference is a fact, or that judgment is a fact, or that theory is a fact? That is a contradiction in terms. The greatest fallacy of the theory of evolution is hasty generalization. Because some of the theory has a sound scientific basis, they assume that any theory of evolution has a sound scientific basis. The facts of evolution are facts. Everything else is inference or theory. That is the problem with the theories of evolution today. I am not sure that Charles Darwin would recognize the theory of evolution today, because scientists and atheists have used the theory of evolution as the cause for nearly everything. Evolution is a biological phenomenon, only. 
It can only happen with living things, yet scientists also use it for all creation. The theory of evolution is now so ingrained that almost any evolutionary theory is accepted as fact. The scientific method is often entirely ignored. The scientific method requires that every theory regarding evolution should stand on its own merits and be critically examined according to the principles of sound logic. However, in today's scientific world theories, even unproven theories, which are assumed to be true, spawn other theories, and the facts get buried and the truth gets lost. For example, scientists assume God does not exist, assume that we live in an accidental universe, which includes life, law, and all other creation, assume man is nothing more than a robot. Assume man is nothing more than an animal. Assume man is nothing more than a biological machine. Assume that all theories regarding evolution are true. Assume that all life, all matter, all energy, and all laws and creation came from a singularity 14 billion years ago. Assume there is no soul, no premortal life, and no afterlife. Assume things will end in a giant heat death. Assume that something can come from nothing. From those assumptions, which they claim to be facts, they draw other assumptions, which they also claim to be facts. Science becomes lost, and the philosophy of science becomes confused with the facts of nature. In other words, facts, inference, judgment, and theory are all one. It may appear odd to distinguish between the science of evolution and the theory of evolution, but I find it necessary. I refer to the science of evolution as that which is verifiable by the scientific method from observable facts. The scientific research has been enormous, worldwide, fascinating, and often irrefutable. One can only hope that it never ends, and everything that can possibly be known is discovered. We must, however, guard our inferences. God can be neither proven nor disproven using the scientific method. Yet science ignores that obvious truth, often using the theory of evolution as proof there is no God. Some even use the laws of God himself to prove there is no God. It is a fallacy to claim that something doesn't exist because you can't prove its existence. The theory of evolution, however, Though there is factual basis for separation of species and survival of the fittest, is filled with false assumptions, non-sequiturs, hasty generalizations, and a host of other fallacies because it is agenda-driven. It is a blatant attempt to push out God, remove religion from the earth, destroy faith, reduce man to machines, and remove everything that is divine, even free will from our consciousness. It is discouraging to see notable scientists turn their backs on natural law and join the crusade against God. One of the primary attributes of law is that it sets boundaries and establishes conditions. It sets boundaries on entropy. It sets boundaries on evolution. It sets boundaries on both the physical world, which includes all physical sciences, and the biological world, which includes evolution. It broadens our free will by giving us power to organize conditions and thus determine the effect. In other words, it allows man to control law for the betterment of mankind. 
Free will exists because laws have conditions. He who controls law controls creation. Law is the only one-way street to improvement. Richard Dawkins, The God Delusion, appears to ignore law when he said, Natural selection works because it is a cumulative one-way street to improvement. It needs some luck to get started, and the billions of planets Anthropic Principle grants it that luck. Maybe a few later gaps in the evolutionary story also need major infusions of luck with anthropic justification. Chance, luck, accident, coincidence, and serendipity of circumstances have no part in the law of creation. Law never depends upon luck. As long as the theory of evolution must depend upon luck, it will forever remain a theory. The science of evolution must stay within the parameters of law. Certain assumptions must be accounted for in any theory of creation. I offer the following to those who are evaluating the theory of evolution and considering it as an answer to everything. One must ask, can the theory of evolution account for all the following ten assumptions? 1. The Origin of Life Richard Dawkins, The God Delusion, offers the following argument for the existence of life. It defies law and logic. The origin of life only had to happen once. We therefore can allow it to have been an extremely improbable event. Many orders of magnitude more improbable than most people realize, as I shall show. Mr. Dawkins and other atheists and many scientists claim that luck accident, coincidence, and serendipity of circumstances are responsible for the origin of life. In the scientific method, those words have no meaning. They cannot be quantified. Luck is a word you use when you have no explanation. You could just as well substitute the word miracle, but that, of course, would never do, for it is associated with God. Even miracles require law, for God is a God of law and order. One reason the origin of life has no explanation is because it has no origin. Life, intelligence, consciousness, self-exist. They have never not existed, or life makes no sense at all. One may as well ask why matter and energy self-exist as to ask why intelligence self-exists. Life is supernatural. For that reason, any scientific theory about the origin of life is meaningless. Because science denies the spirit or the supernatural, they assume that life exists only in the physical body. That means that it must have a beginning, and since there is no known first cause, it must have begun by accident. Their entire theory about life is based on the assumption that, in the language of Bertrand Russell, Man is an accidental collocation of atoms. 2. The immeasurable difference between man and all other animals. Science assumes that man is an animal, nothing more. Different only in intelligence. It is a false analogy. Though useful in some medical ways, it is philosophically a dead end and leads to false theories. In the absence of facts, such as how the prokaryotic cell evolved into the eukaryotic cell, or how man came from monkey, they rely upon unprovable assumptions and use the theory of evolution as an excuse to cover ignorance. 
Even with their amazing knowledge of genetic structure, they ignore absolute law and compromise by saying the gap between man and monkey is trivial. Yet no human has ever produced a monkey as a child, and no monkey has ever produced a human as a child. Nothing in the evolutionary story can account for man. There is no missing link. To look for it is fruitless. The same can be said of the origin of life. To claim that one day there was no life, and the next day there was life, makes no logical sense. Something cannot come from nothing. To carry the analogy forward, one day there was the prokaryotic cell, and the next day there was the eukaryotic cell. Every leap must be accounted for, from nothing to something, from unconsciousness to consciousness, from plants to animals, from one species to another, and the list is virtually endless. Too many accidents would have to occur to support man's theories. Genetic similarities are hard evidence that species have genetic similarities, but it is not evidence of evolutionary links. No matter how much the genetic makeup of man matches the genetic makeup of monkeys, it does not account for the crucial missing genes. It does not account for the spiritual and intellectual differences. All the temporal similarities in the world cannot account for the difference between man and monkey. New information is always in the differences. The physical body does not have life in itself, but the spiritual body does. The body is just a physical garment. The intelligence who created the physical garment for a chimpanzee created the physical garment for man. If there are physical similarities, why would the Creator invent new DNA? Evolution may address genetic similarities of the body, but it cannot address the differences of the spirit. To question one's own existence separates man from all other animals. 3. The Goldilocks Zone, or Fine-Tuning of the Universe To do justice to the Goldilocks Zone, one should account for the necessary constants for the existence of life, which I am not prepared to do. I barely hold my head above water when I study them. The theory of evolution cannot account for constants. Therefore, it cannot account for the Goldilocks zone. The Goldilocks zone, which says that everything is just right for life to exist, could not organize itself purposely for the origin of life, or something would come from nothing. It is circular to claim that life exists because the conditions for life exist. It reminds me of the conversation the Lord had with Job. Job 38, 1-11 Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee, and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Who hath laid the measure thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut up the sea with doors, when it brake forth, as if it had issued out of the womb? When I made the cloud the garment thereof, 
and thick darkness the swaddling band for it, and break up for it my decreed place, and set bars and doors, and said, Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further, and here shall thy proud waves be stayed. The genetic code and the Goldilocks zone are two powerful arguments for intelligent design. If we applied Occam's razor, the only theory that fits all the facts is intelligent design. 4. The existence of and the organization of law. Evolution cannot take credit for the existence of law. It cannot even take credit for itself. Evolution is entirely controlled by law. Law, not evolution, is the reason order exists in the universe. If law did not strictly govern evolution, all biological life would have become extinct hundreds of millions of years ago by its own runaway genes. The science of evolution stays within the boundaries of law. The false theories of evolution exceed the boundaries of law and thus leads to wild and unsupportable speculation about the origins of man. If that isn't enough, what is responsible for the complete set of laws that is responsible for our world and everything in it? 5. Faith in God Evolutionary theories try to explain faith in God through the narrow scope of Darwinian evolution, but it doesn't compute. Logically, it breaks down into non-sequitur. It stems from the rejection of the supernatural, but the supernatural won't go away. It will never go away. Man is made up of body and spirit. The spirit is actually more powerful than the body and will assert itself. Life, intelligence, consciousness, and free will exist in the spirit, not in the body. Without the spirit, the body is dead, or as my cousin would say, graveyard dead. The existence of the spirit in all living things is the single greatest argument against the runaway theories of evolution. 6. Immortality or life after death Life existed before birth and life will exist after death. All living things have a spirit. We are not zombies. Man alone has a spirit in the image of God. Evolution has nothing to do with the human spirit. Hardcore evolutionists deny anything that contradicts their theories. They will even deny laws, observation, improbability, and facts, and they deny the existence of the spiritual. In fact, the theory of evolution discounts anything that falsifies it, such as altruism, love, unselfishness, uncertainty, individuality, God, supernatural, intelligent design, or free will. 7. The Law of Genetics or the Genetic Code DNA must be one of the greatest discoveries of the 20th century. Evolutionary theorists, however, carry it too far. They assume that because man and monkeys have similar genes, one descended from the other. It is just as logical that they were created by the same creator who understood the law of genetics. In fact, it is more logical. For one animal to descend from another, the latter must contain 100% of the genetic traits of the former. They also claim that we are robots, ruled by our genes, yet ignore the immense diversity. Science tries to explain free will away by apologizing for the inability of computers to assimilate all information. That is cheating. Over 7 billion people verify the fact that free will exists. For the theory of evolution to work, it must be entirely dependent upon selfishness. 
Yet the seven billion people on the earth all demonstrate unselfishness. It is just as credible to argue that genes give us free will. Because we have genes, we have choices. If the body didn't understand the commands of the brain, and the brain didn't understand the commands of the spirit, we would be biological machines. We know that genes determine our eye color, hair color, and so on. Christ understood that when he said, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit into his stature? However, that does not mean that our behavior is controlled by our genes. The evidence for free will is so overwhelming that only those locked into the robot paradigm are unable to see it. The brain is the central control system of the body, but the brain does not have intelligence, consciousness, or free will. The brain does not think. The spirit thinks and communicates those thoughts to the brain, and the brain sends those commands to the body. Only the spirit has intelligence, consciousness, and free will. The spirit lives after death. The brain does not. The brain is the central control system of the body. The spirit is the central control system of the brain. That is why faith is such a powerful force. We haven't even begun to realize the power of faith. 8. Prophecy The Bible cannot simply be dismissed, and it cannot be explained by evolution. Prophets have existed from the beginning of time. Prophecies have been fulfilled. History bears it out. Only man has prophets. Law has the power of prediction, or it would not be law. The theory of evolution has no power of prediction. It is not sufficient to say that in 10 million years a new species will be created. It cannot be verified. The theory of evolution works backward. Anyone can prophesy backward. I can tell you everything that is going to happen in my life yesterday. Law has prophetic powers. Even greater than that, true prophets have prophetic powers. Study the words of Isaiah and John. One would have to be burdened with prejudice not to see the signs of the times. 9. Language Evolution cannot account for language. I'm not speaking only of English or German. I am speaking of the innumerable languages of life. We haven't even begun to understand the complexities of language. Everything, including law that works over distance, must have language, and an interpreter of language. All nature speaks and communicates. Language, not law, is the new frontier of science. That, too, requires intelligent design. 10. Free will. Science denies free will because the existence of free will falsifies the theory of evolution. Science also denies altruism or unselfishness because true altruism falsifies the theory of evolution. Every time facts falsify the theory of evolution, they are denied by science. But facts never go away. Every age worships God. Every age believes in free will. Every age shows pure love. Science must cling to the false analogy that man is merely a biological machine or deny its own theories. However, the robotic image is disproven by the unpredictable nature of every human being every day. A robot never shows surprise or emotion or love or reverence. The science of evolution is blackened by the theory of evolution and makes rational people highly suspicious of their motives. We began this podcast with four words every critical thinker should know. Fact, inference, judgment, and theory. Do not confuse them. However, there is a fifth one that I would like to add. Truth. 
Truth, like light, is absolute. All else is relative. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.